This is Get a Real Job, the podcast devoted to people who choose risk over safe bets, who pursue their passion against all odds and are doing what they want, how they want, despite people and sometimes the voices in their own heads telling them they're nuts. When the field that I wanted to work in didn't exist, I created it. The only thing you have to decide is how hard you want to work. I really never went into the design of the restaurant of not succeeding. One way or another, I was going to succeed. I'm your host, Dan Bova, editorial director of entrepreneur.com. Thanks for listening. And now, get a real job. Fans of Discovery Channel's Gold Rush, and there are millions and millions of you, get to see the many ups and the many, many, many downs of folks clawing through frozen dirt in a desperate attempt to find little flecks of gold uh, one of the most entertaining gold miners in the history of the show is Todd Hoffman, never afraid to take a big swing at the challenges that gold mining presents. And as anyone who watched knows, sometimes the risks paid off for Todd, sometimes they didn't. But uh, Todd took a little hiatus from gold mining, but he's back with his own discovery series, Hoffman Family Gold, and he's here with his son, Hunter. Let's find out what got them back in the muck. Welcome, Todd and Hunter. How are you guys doing? I think we're doing pretty good. You know, obviously, uh, after three years off, I'm still overweight, so there's that problem. <laughs> but for some reason... Todd, Todd this is all audio. This is all audio. You can, lo- you can say oh, whatever you want. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought we were on camera. That's good. That's actually better for us. So anyways, yeah. So, uh, we've been kind of just working on our family, you know, when you kind of raise your family on a TV set, um, it's, it's hard. It it gets strained and you get tired. And then, you know, gold rush was adding all these different elements to it. And we were kind of, we felt kind of pushed over into the corner and like, I just, uh, for a bunch of reasons, it just felt like we were done. You know, we needed yeah. to go home. We needed to start a different life. And that's kind of what we did for the last three years, you know, started so I, something different. I haven't watched the, uh, I, I watched uh, the first episode. I haven't watched the, the whole series yet. Uh, but spoiler alert, am I talking to two billionaires right now? <laughs> well, we're not billionaires, okay? Yeah, but future billionaires. Yeah, future billionaires. Future the, uh, the question is though is are we going to be mining in the future or not? Because you 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 kind of get get it laid out that first episode is is kind of the mission and just even to get a chance to do this again is is kind of a miracle. So like Discovery gave us a chance. Uh, you'll see that we got one more chance at this thing, and whether we, you know, are successful or not, that's what you got. That's that's the journey. Ten episodes of that, and uh, to see what happens. And there is some things coming. You haven't seen them, of course, but there are things coming that have never been seen before on any of these gold shows. Wow! So I, I think it's uh, me personally. I'm a gold. I'm watching gold mining TV. This is the top of my list. All right. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll believe it having seen the first episode. But, you know, for people, I mean, millions and millions of people have, have seen these shows. But just to take a step back for, for people who aren't as well acquainted with it, can you just kind of, before we get into the specifics, just give an overview of like 
what is this all about? What is people are gold mining now? You know, that seems like something from the 1800s. So you have two types. You have you have two types of gold mining. Really, you have placer mining, which is the kind of the gold that is up on the surface, and then you have you know hard rock mining, which is you're 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 following veins down into the rock. You're blasting. You're taking that rock out. You're processing it with all kinds of different things, chemicals and, and ways. We're just trying to sift the gold that is on the top above bedrock. So gold that is in streams or got put on benches or got put out there in different, different fashions, maybe with the great flood. So we're actually trying to mine the surface rights, which is a very hard, it's uh it's not as lucrative. Uh, it's it's it's, but it's still accessible to like a small family mine. You mm-hmm. can still get a claim. You can still go get equipment. You can dig dig up the dirt, and you can run it through your wash plant to get gold. So, it's accessible for the average person almost. You know, not everybody, but it's still something that a guy can go do. And so that's what, what it is. It's called placer mining, P-L-A-C-E-R, um, I believe. And uh, it's, uh, it, it, it's very, very, as you can see in the show, it's very difficult. But yeah. it's really cool, really yeah. exciting. When you, when you get into some gold, you see it in your sluice box. It's almost like, you know, a lot of your, a lot of your uh, viewers on this interview you know, they, they're constantly watching the stock market. They're constantly watching, you know, their cryptocurrencies, these things. Gold's a different animal. Gold's out there, you know, doing its thing. I can't quite figure it out right now, but <laughs> it is definitely a different animal and it's, and it's, it's off the system. It's like an off the grid. Yeah. Place. Yeah. So, so Hunter, your, your dad alluded to previous seasons, um, you know, having cameras in your face growing up on a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's, what's it been like to work alongside your dad and then also have a camera in your face when things aren't always so great? Yeah, no, it's something that uh, a lot of people can't fully understand, obviously, because it's so weird. Um, being a kid and and being in that situation. Um, but it was really hard for me as I was kind of turning like 18, 19 and started getting a lot more responsibility and started getting on the show more. Um, and, you know, just, just working with my dad and we're under high stress and we're living, you know, away from home for seven months and we're working, you know, six, sometimes seven days a week, long hours. And the camera crew is always trying to catch you, um, at your low points Yeah, um, and, and show the entire world that. And so, you know, and then I go back and I'm going to high school and of course, everybody there in my like little high school, everybody wants to act like they don't watch the show or whatever. And then they're all watching it and saying this, that, and the other thing. And they think that I'm living on a some sort of like a movie set where they're like massaging my shoulders and my, <laughs> right. my dad's like throwing money, like piles of money. And we're just driving around and Ferrari's like, I don't know. What they think, but, so but that no. is, so what you're saying, that's the reality of it. You've just unearthed that's that you've unmasked the reality of it. You're driving around yeah. Ferrari's yeah. getting massages. 
No, I wish. No, the reality <laughs> is we're really like just regular guys and we're there working really, really hard. And then yeah. we get our lives exposed to the world and we don't know how they're going to edit it and cut it together and everything like that. So yeah, it was, it was really hard and just like uh, people can relate to just like, you know, working with their dad or working with their son or whatever. It's like, it's really hard at times. And then when you put that, you know, you have cameras involved and TV stuff and you, and you put that out there, it, it gets hard. But, um, I think now we've figured out a better dynamic of how to work together and now we can kind of enjoy it more than we used to. And maybe uh, Hunter matured a little bit too. Is that true, Hunter? Did you mature? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I needed maturity too. <laughs> we love each other. It's like we're different in a lot of ways and we butt heads, but you know, we love each other. We love God. We love my I mean, me, Hunter, and and my other son Hudson and my dad. It's like we got something special going on over here. So yeah. Well, and another thing I feel like what relates to entrepreneurs is like, we don't want to do normal, like the normal thing, you know, right. Some, it's like, in a way, I feel like gold mining is kind of like, you know, buying into crypto. It's like, you have to put up, you're putting up a bunch of money to try to either get a big win or you're going to have a big loss and you yeah. don't really know until it, until it plays out. So, well, that your, that, your, your entrepreneurs out there uh, are going to like this one, but not, I don't think there's ever had been a Hoffman that's had a job like. Oh, really? Great, great grand. I don't, I go, I can go to my great grandfather. He didn't have a job. My grandfather didn't have a job. My father didn't have a job. I haven't had a job. Yeah. And Hunter does, has never had a job. So. <laughs> it doesn't mean we don't work hard. Yeah. Right. We're always, right. We're always trying to keep, we're always trying to keep some dinghy afloat that we started, like yeah. some business that we put out <laughs> there in the ocean, and now we're fighting for our lives to keep it from sinking, you know? Well, that's, you know, that's a lesson that a lot of people learn when they first get into entrepreneurship is like, wow, sometimes working for someone else where you just get to clock out and not think about it for the weekend, uh, it's it's a little more relaxing way to live. <laughs> there is some, some beauty in it, but I think a lot, most of these entrepreneurs, they'll, they'll realize, I mean, they'll realize at the end of the day that you're never going to get a head punch in a clock, I don't right. think, you know, right, you know, right. to be honest. And, but maybe that's okay with you. Yeah. No, it's like at the end of the day, maybe that's okay. I mean, you're still going to die, right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. We're yeah. still going to die whether you're rich or poor or, or you know. I mean, I, I'm not, but uh, no, but I get what you're saying. You are too, buddy. I just, <laughs> I hate to break it to you. Um, well, when you guys, when you talk about the stress and the risk, can you, can you talk a little bit just about like, what is it? You know, it is something, as you said, it's something that someone who wants to put the hard work in can can try and do, but it does take, there's a lot of money up front to get this thing going, right? And and every day to keep it running. Like, can you give some example of just some sense of what those numbers are like? Um, I, I would say in placer mining, maybe five, five percent of people make it make it. So you got a pretty big failure rate. Yeah. It's because you weren't given the land by your dad and his granddad. Okay. So now you're coming in. If you're just going to start fresh, you're going to come in with 
millions of dollars worth of equipment and walk out of there with about half of that in gold. So like right. you've lost, and then that equipment wears out so fast. So it's really, the numbers don't look great. Let's, let's just say that. I would not suggest that you start out. Now, I've been beat, beat up and I've been through a college education. I probably could go out I could do it like, and I, and I, I know enough now if I was just fresh and I was the consultant on it, I could probably take a guy close, close to profitability, Mm. but it's the equipment. It's the supply chain issues. Now now you got fuel. It's probably going to be 10 bucks a gallon if I go back next summer. So like you got all these things going against you and gold is not performing where it's supposed to be. I mean, yes, it's a couple thousand dollars an ounce, but what we're really where it should be is at $3,500, $4,000 an ounce because these paper guys are holding it down. So there's some artificial things that are happening. That's why I suggest anybody that's got gold, get the physical gold and put it in your safe, get it, put go, go put it somewhere. But Ask for the physical gold. Don't go with paper, you know, mm-hmm. because that can be manipulated. Get it, get the gold in your hand. And yeah. what that'll do is it'll chase the gold price to where it's really supposed to be. Hmm. Well, on, on top of the, of, you know, the upfront money costs and all the equipment and everything is like, it's the learning curve. Like now we could go out and do it, but we've been mining for 10 years now, mm-hmm. you know, like everybody saw when we first started. You know, even though my grandpa had been in the seventies, like in the eighties, we still didn't know what we were doing, you know? So, yeah. but like, that's the thing is everybody watches it and everybody like, they, they feel like they could go do it. But then once you get out there, it's everything that could go wrong goes wrong. And so it's bad. Well, you yeah. Know? And especially when they show those little animations of the bulldozer quickly clearing the field and that's where the gold is. It's like, it, it all like seems so easy and and clean yeah. and fun. And it's not really the case. Um, speaking of people who, uh, you know, kind of, uh, already were set up with a lot of land that had a lot of gold. Do you, uh, you ever talk to your old pal, Tony beats? No, I, I, I haven't lately, but, um, I brought Tony beats into the show. And so like, I'm friends with Tony beats, you know, um, you wouldn't want him to like, you know, do your taxes for you or anything like that. But He's a really kind of a fun guy. If you ever get a chance to just hang out with him, hang out with him for an hour or two, yeah. like I would take advantage of it. He's, <laughs> he is fun. He's just a fun guy. More coming up from our guests, but first a word from our sponsor. Hey everybody. So hoping these conversations are getting you all fired up to finally start that business you always wanted to launch or maybe take that side hustle to the next level but maybe you need just a little more inspiration and information to kind of push you over the edge. Well, that's why I want to talk to you about Entrepreneur Insider. Entrepreneur Insider is a program that we have at entrepreneur.com that is geared to do all of that and more. It's a membership-based program that provides insights and advice from industry experts with exclusive benefits. Let me tell you about those benefits. When you join, you get access to premium articles, videos, 
webinars, really good webinars, I should add. These are not boring, put you to sleep slideshows. These are great experts that have really, really sharp advice that you can listen to and use them like 10 minutes later. It's really good stuff. You also get a weekly newsletter and you get an ad-free experience when you go to entrepreneur.com. Plus, you get a free one-year subscription to Entrepreneur Magazine, that paper thing that you can carry around and you never have to plug in to recharge. Really great articles every month, really awesome pictures. And sometimes it's nice to just read something on paper, I have to say, from my personal opinion. So how much does it cost to join Entrepreneur Insider? It's only $5 a month. If you join today, you start boosting your business knowledge, growing your brand, you get access to all these great things. And seriously, those webinars, they're really, really good. I heartily recommend you doing it just for that. And also the magazine, really cool stuff. So if you are interested, and I know you are because you could hear the pleading in my voice that this is actually a really cool deal, visit entrepreneur.com slash insider to unlock your access today. That's entrepreneur.com slash insider. Unlock your access Get going, get fired up, do it today. And we're back. I do do really like the guy. Oh, that's um, cool. But, you know, he's a tough guy. I mean, you, you know, he's a pirate. So if he can get you, he might. That's, uh, uh, it seems like uh, for in the gold mining community up there, or maybe anywhere, it's this, it's this uh, dichotomy of like really, almost ruthless business with mixed with like this sort of zany characters or her willing to sort of try crazy things. Yeah. That's why I put them in the show. And uh, where do you, <laughs> where do you sit on that, uh, on that, uh, scale? Um, I always do solid business straightforward because it's tied into how I act is tied into my faith and my faith is more important than my gold. And mm. it, the way I get my gold is more important than the amount of gold I get. Right. And because of that, that's why I never really got to mine the jungle very good because it was, it wasn't being mined um, ethically. Right. For me to mine the jungle, I had to rip and pillage and put dirty. It was a, it's a mess. And what's going on down there is a mess. It is truly an environmental uh, catastrophe of what was, what we saw. Can you I reclamated um, everything? I reclamated and put the ground back, everything that I touched down there. But uh, it's a mess. It's a nightmare. It made me sick. And um, I mean, I wouldn't change that experience going to the jungle for anything, but I would definitely wouldn't want to do it again. So for, for people who uh, are, are unfamiliar, there was this, was it one season or two where you it went? One season, it was a uh, season four where I went down into the jungle of Guyana, which right. is kind of the the top of the Amazon rainforest. Um, and it was just, uh, what happened, you have, you have, uh, the actual native people down there, they're called Amerindians and they are down there just tearing up everything down there, but they're the, you know, the original people down there. And so they just come mine on your claims. And what are you <laughs> going to do? Kick, uh, like a village off your land and, no, you're not. So th there's so many things that came into play in the jungle that just made it for a disaster. Now, um, I'm glad I did it. 
I just wouldn't want to do it again. But um, what's the beauty of Hoffman Family Gold is that I talked to Discovery and I said, here's the deal. I said, are you going to put our faith in there? Are you going to let us pray? Are you going to let us, are you going to let us do certain things? Are you going to let us show things about our family? Because uh, I want to get more into the interpersonal workings of mm-hmm. the people and slow the show down because Gold Rush has turned into a little bit of a highlight reel. Slow it down and this like like bring this other person, this the viewer with us. Like they would be feel like I want them to feel like they're sitting around the circle, making decisions with us, understanding the decisions, and seeing my dad's heart. Being able to see some humor because we're funny. It's, we're super funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the British will always cut that out. Anything funny, cut it out because it's got to be, you know, we're going to, the whole season's over. Okay, that's the whole thing. The season's over. And so, like, take, stop, stop that kind of TV. People, what's going on in the world? People need to see goodness. They need to relax. I want you to crack open a beer. And go on a journey with the Hoffmans because right. I'm going to take you on a freaking journey. These 10 episodes, you're going to be like, what the <laughs> heck? Right? Like, and you're going to see stuff that's never been seen on any of these gold shows. Because wow. I'm the father, regardless what they say, I'm the father of the, all these gold shows. Okay. I created Gold Rush. Mm. They don't, people don't like to talk about it, but I did. They're huh. all the original contracts. So, wow. Hoffman Family Gold is what. Discovery Channel and I, we came to an agreement and they had the graciousness to say, Todd, we trust you. Let's do this. And they believed in us and they said, let's do this and let's go for it. And, and I said, I want to call it Hoffman Family Gold. And they, it's very simple. And they said, they said, you got it. So like, I, this is kind of a n- renewed relationship with Discovery and, um, you know, they're going through changes. They got these, this huge merger going on. And so like, um, there's a lot of exciting things going on, but we're so far, we've actually had fun. We, uh, it's been a different experience for us it, between us and yeah. my dad. And it's like way better. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to, I wanted to say this, this is not me trying to sell the show. This is just me being honest. I'm like, I'm for the first time in a long time. I feel like both of us were excited to watch the show because this is like our real life. And now this is a, this is like, this is a real show showing different aspects that were never shown before, you know? Right. So it's like a lot more fun. It's a lot. It's like a little bit more documentary and, uh, and I don't know, I'm, we kind of, I don't want to spoil anything, but like we find this is kind of the beginning of what we were talking about. We find some stuff that's insane. I think after, Everybody watches this season. I think you're going to want to go gold mining. Wow. <laughs> okay. And Hunter and his seven cowboys. So Hunter has his own brand it's called seven cowboys, seven cowboys.com. And he, him and his young guys are kind of like the, they're the motor. It's drives this thing. And that's, we need it. Trust me, because I'm not saying I'm getting chubby and I'm old, but I am chubby and I am getting older. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> these guys are kicking ass. Yes. Wow. And so like, uh, <laughs> fun to watch them step up, you know, me yeah. and Andy and like Thurber watching these guys say, no, this is how we're going to do it. I'm like, okay, do it, man. Just freaking do it then. Because I can't do it. I can't <laughs> lift, lift that pipe or, you know, we need your help. So 
it's fun to watch Hunter kind of take his group of guys and start to develop this relationship. And um, also, you know, he's, you know, we do other things. We're very creative. Hunter has, you know, his own brand of clothing and things there that he started to launch. And like, I'm open to anything. I want to help. I want to help my family do whatever they want to do. You don't have to just be a gold miner. You can be other things, you know, right. if you're an entrepreneur, it can be anything, you know? Well, and that's why, I mean, if we knew everything about gold mining and we were some gold mining family and we were just, you know, it wouldn't be as interesting, but we're like regular dude. Like we are entrepreneurs. Like he does music. I like doing clothes, but then we're up there in the middle of nowhere. Right. You know, grinding it out. It's like, you know, we're, so, I, mean, I think the average guy can relate to us more. So when you're, when you're up in the middle of nowhere and it's like negative 40 degrees, do you have yeah. moments where you're like, wow, I really wish I was back in a studio uh, yeah. with a microphone or, or designing some clothes? Yeah, like, hey, Dan, uh, you ever gone to the bathroom in a long drop? <laughs> yeah. When you gotta like, when you gotta carry your toilet paper out there with you because it's gonna freeze solid and like you're you're going to the bathroom and you're just like it's dark and you're just praying a grizzly bear is not gonna rip the paper <laughs> off. Like I, I can't. My dad, my dad, he goes and becomes best friends with a with a fox, and so every time you go out to relieve yourself, okay, so it's already scary. There's I, there's a there's a grizzly Wolves. bear mother and two cubs. And she's right, she's like right over the hill because oh we see God. her, right? Wow. She's, she's not playing. And like, so every time you go out, you know, you're kind of looking, it might be dark and you're, and you're going to the bathroom and something runs up to you <laughs> and it, dude, and it's this dang fox. Every time it's this fox that my dad's been feeding and it runs up to you in the dark and it, oh. you can't tell, you hear something coming and you're like, Oh no! What is this? So yeah, so there's uh, it's all kinds of weird things like that that happen up there, man. There's wolves. Yeah, that's a whole other aspect that we want to show. Like, dude, we're like we're not like we're kind of like some city. Like you know, we like living and kind of you know being clean and showering. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, man. We're out there in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, like people don't even realize we're we're like 200 miles from from Russia out in the tundra and we can barely send a text message. It's like, wow. You know, so we show like, there's part of it where I do a tour of what we call man camp where a lot of us are living in. And it's pretty much like a, like a little prison out in the middle of the center of Alaska. Right. And then, and I'm there and, and then we, we combine our team with all these guys from Texas that were already there mining. So, you know, I'm sleeping in these metal, metal, little rooms with a bunch of dudes I've never met before. <laughs> it's like, so it's like this, when we left mining, we, it, it was like, we had a, let's just say like a Mercedes G wagon. Yeah. Okay. Fast forward three years, we are mining and we have a, you know, I would say, you know, maybe a, a 95 yeah. Toyota. Tacoma. Yeah. And it's some a little kinda, bit dented. It's all dented. There's three wheels. There's not even a fourth wheel. Uh, and they're like, okay, here's, here you go. Go get some gold. And you're like, Oh God. I mean, this yeah. is where we're at. We're back at, we're back at square one. That's man. The thing. It's re- this is all real though. Like we, this is what we had to use to get there. We had to work with these guys. We had to go live in the middle of nowhere. 
you know, so that's and, that's amazing. And, and man, you you mentioned your dad, but to see him still out there getting at it, that's that is awesome. That is just so the cool. toughest one out of all of us. Yeah. Wow. You know, he's like uh it's a savage. He's kind of a savage, you know. <laughs> then Thurber lived, I built this dome and I lived in there with Thurber and my dad. And it's and it's a it's it's a dome. Yeah. Right. So like he's over there on the other side of the dome, but he fiddle, he fiddles with little things. Like he's got his like pill bottles and he's a, in, so the sound goes around from his bed <laughs> over the dome and right into my ear hole. Right? <laughs> so I'm like, hey, uh, would you and Thurber mind not making so much noise over there? And then like so those funny. two old guys and they're constantly bickering. It's, uh, it's so amazing. I'll tell you what I had, I had the best time mining this year than I ever did. And so, well, it's, it sounds, it sounds great. Uh, as I said, I saw the first episode and it, it, it lived up to my expectations and more. So I can't wait to see this, the stuff you're alluding to the stuff that's never been seen. Um, so, uh, so I hope it all worked out for you guys. You seem to have smiles on your face. So, uh, so maybe, maybe we're going to go back for more, but, uh, we're not going to spoil it, but everyone's just going to have to watch, uh, Hoffman family gold on discovery and uh, discovery plus. So guys, awesome talking to you. And, uh, um, I'm psyched to see you back. We missed you. Thank you very much. And it's, Good to see you again. We actually bumped into each other in New York. Years that ago. is that is correct. We missed you, Dan. We missed we you, missed Dan. You. Yeah, right. Awesome. Good seeing you, Dan. Awesome. Well, great seeing yeah. you guys, and I hope to talk again soon. All right. Yes. Thanks All right. for having Have us. Have a good one. That's our episode, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. Get a Real Job comes out every Tuesday. So be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you harvest your favorite podcasts. Leave us a review. Give us a share. Don't make me beg people. Go to entrepreneur.com for new episodes of this and to listen to our other great podcasts. Thanks. Thanks.